You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are guys in short sports. Galaxy came back, scored a nice go. team goal. What's Beautiful. a team goal? It comes off of one person's <laughs> foot. We're part sports cast. I don't think Babe Ruth ever hit a home run into a waterfall. Then he never played in a real stadium. Part backyard barbecue. USA! And USA. all LA sports. Dodger Stadium has a tradition also. They've hosted eight World Series. Guys in shorts, bringing you everything you need to know in LA sports. I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. And some of the stuff you probably didn't. <laughs> How do we get there? Guys in shorts, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. It's the Guys in Shorts King Show. After dropping a horrific game that we would rather not relive to the Ducks, 4-0, the Kings came back with wins against the Penguins and Flames. 3-2 against the Penguins and 5-0 against the Flames. That was fantastic. Beautiful. And we now sit at a nice little 500 record of 6-6. Six and six. Here to talk Kings, I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is James Whitlock. Elliot! <laughs> and Jordan Heckman. Does this hate couch pull out? Oh, it does. And, of course, Dennis Wilson. Hi! Hey, Dennis, how How's are you? How's it buddy? going? Good to see you guys. We did tell Mr. Keith Fullerton, who is our Ducks fan friend, that uh, after last week's show, we would allow him an opportunity to gloat. So... We are going to give Keith a call right this moment before we even get things started and give him the opportunity. So let's just go ahead and get get Keith on the line here. Do we have to do this? I know, right? No. Hey, Keith. Hey. This is your opportunity. We are live on the Guys in Shorts Kings show, and we're, we're talking about the uh, Kings-Ducks game and how... The Ducks did, did fairly well, and our Kings did. They did okay. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't so great. Fairly well? It'll be practice for end of the month. Yeah. So, so uh, Dennis, Jordan, James, your thoughts on the Kings in that uh, game? You know what? We learned a lot, and the fact that we could come back, bounce back, change our game up to get ready to beat the Penguins that the Ducks really had a lot of problems with. Um, I think does show that, you know, we are able to rebound and I think come November 20th, we'll be ready for the Ducks. You guys? Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, I agree. All right, Keith, we're giving you an opportunity <laughs> to talk about the Ducks. What do you have to say? Well, I'm going to wait for pause. Nobody cares. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody wants to hear that. Yep. Sorry, Keith, we don't care. Um, moving on to those wins against the Penguins and Flames. Ah, Keith's calling back. We better answer this. Keith. 
my bad. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what happened? That, we, that was weird. We no, were, my phone. Totally yeah, we were super like interested in what you had to say. Did uh, you just quit like a game seven? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still got oh, it. Oh, boy. So, yeah, the Ducks uh, destroyed your Kings 4-0. to zero, So that was really impressive. Um, I believe it was, what, the third time you guys shut out in the last three games? All right. Good night, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he thinks that. Yeah, no, let, like... let's see if he keeps calling back. <laughs> My bad. My bad. No, okay. there, he there is. he is. You ready? Yeah. Oh, Keith, are you, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. We must have a bad connection. Okay. Sorry. So you were saying what you liked about the Ducks. Yes, yes. I was going to say uh, I really dug uh, how Gibson got the shutout. Ricardo Kell really came in there and got the goals. James dug that uh, Gibson shutout, too. Oh, now I'm, now I'm doing it. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I knew you were gonna Sorry. bring up that Gibson thing, so I just yeah. I knew I was pressing the button this time. All right, you can't take any more of that. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on to the Penguins and Flames. What did what are we liking so far? Things things are definitely looking better. Five oh win was fantastic. Absolutely. What's going right? You know, I think uh we're starting to find our groove a little bit. Um minus the first line, but uh that third line is uh, playing really well. They have a lot of chemistry together. Nick Dow, Dustin Brown. So none of their goals have come in five-on-five five play. So either it's been a shorthand or it's been uh, in you know overtime, whatnot. So that'll definitely be something to improve on, but it is nice to see them actually have uh, a little bit of chemistry building. Of course, in the last game against the Flames, um, Setaguchi did get a couple goals in five-on-five five play, so it, it was good to see them grow on that as well, too. Dennis? Their most dominant game so far. Mm-hmm. Everybody's playing really well uh, together. You're getting scoring from you know lines two through three. We obviously need to get the first line scoring, but one of the the downfalls we've had for a long time has been offense. You know, James has touched on it multiple times. Getting that you know third and fourth line to score, which has been happening lately, is a really really good sign. So uh, I'm really happy about that. Budai put in a great game against the Flames. Uh, Dowd's game winner. Uh, in overtime, just he just keeps getting better every week. I'm a broken record on this one. He keeps getting better, so it's it's awesome to see. That is great to see. James, your thoughts? Um, I particularly like coming back from the Penguins game. I mean, we got to hold them to 23 shots on goal for the game, um, and for a fast, hard-hitting Penguins team um, who tend to put up a lot of shots, I, I like to see that, and especially coming off those three shutouts. Uh, it's uh, it shows the resiliency of the team. Something, Real statement game. Yeah, we yeah. really we we these are the kings that we know, but we got to show it to the East Coast. That listen, we're still here. We're still driving strong. We know how to fix our game, no matter who we're plugging in and out. So, I think I think that was the big push. And then coming off that game to serve up our own shutout. Um, at that, it it was it was electrifying. There wasn't as many people at the game, but you couldn't tell. Because it was so strong uh, with the support, and it was it really was like a shootout, like, like a duck hunt. You know, I, I think that only proves the point is uh, we almost double shot or outshot uh, the Flames in that game it was thirty nine to twenty four, um, and when you do that, you're going to score a lot of goals. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you play great hockey, yeah. you're going to have great hockey. <laughs> when you put more pucks in the goal than they do, I think you might win. I don't know why Madden didn't ever do hockey. Oh, I know. That'd be great. <laughs> it's because there's no lines. You can't draw on the screen. That's great games. And and leading up to get on the road, I think 
we're kind of putting ourselves in a great place. We're going to go up against uh, all the Canadian teams. So, Ugh. Ugh. well, Canadians. Jeff, Jeff is so excited Gross. right now. So excited. Gross. So, Jordan, you said the f- first line is unimpressive. What, I don't know what are we not liking. I don't know if it's unimpressive. Uh, I think a lot of people are kind of freaking out because they're not doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of look at it as a way as like, you know what? Just wait until we get that first line going. Just wait and see and how scary that we're going to be. Um, I think they're creating scoring chances. They're not just ca- they're just not capitalizing on those. I think um, Kopitar had a couple good shots uh, in the first and second period of the last game against the Flames, and they just didn't you know go in for whatever reason. And uh, I, I think as soon as they find their groove, they're going to be a scary group because they're going to be fast, but they're also going to be big and they're also going to be uh, able to grind it out as well too. Did you like- did you guys know that we're actually allowing the fewest shots on goal per game average? Really? Yes. Yeah, they were actually leading the league in that one. That's pretty awesome. And, that still, is awesome. and still leading in Corsi. So that is those are some really, really positive stats right there. Yeah. If you look, if you look behind the curtain, see where the team can go. Um, I think uh, to your point, those those stats tell much more than uh, than a record. Absolutely. Something that I did find a little uh, concerning about the Corsis. Uh, Corsi score, sorry, um, is uh, as going back to shot attempts. Um, we have the top four people in the league. Uh, all four of them are defensemen. So I don't think we're getting our offensive people as involved as they can be. And again, I think that goes back to whole, you know, getting them kind of in their groove, getting them, you know, to get a little bit of chemistry together as well, too. And I think that'll kind of flip flop a little bit. It's also part of the King system, you know, shot from the outside, trying to tip it in sure. it's you know get the shot from the outside have the traffic in front there to pick up any type of rebound it's kind of the way that they go about it and it's i think it's more of the the style of hockey that we play versus other teams that yeah. are going to have the you know the the forwards making those those shots it's a little bit different but that's also why we don't score a ton of goals yeah you know it's a little bit different way of doing it and it worked this week it did. But I will tell you, it's going to change. Like, we're going to start to see the change because we've got to get three players scoring 30 goals to make my bold prediction come true. So <laughs> it's going to happen. That has to change. And and I see I in it. November when we win our 10 games. How, how, how you we got doing? two we're, out of three right now. Two out of three. Two out of three. So, three. so I, yeah. we got 14 games, and we got to get 10 of them. The question of that is, to extend on that, is how many of those are going to come in regulation? There was never a stipulation. <laughs> you got me locked up on naming players last time. I'm not going to go into that. Oh, podcast Jordan is a dick. <laughs> 10 games is 10 games. Our good old bold predictions. All right, where else do we need improvement? I'm going to be a broken record again. Uh, it's it's uh, power play and penalty kill. Uh, we've slipped down still. to... Yeah, still. We've actually gotten worse. We've slipped down to 25th in the league, so that is not heading in the right direction. What uh, What is that? Why? They just need to work on special teams. That's they're, they're not not making it happen. I mean, it, it, the power play seems to be getting set up a little bit better, but it's... There's, the pucks aren't going in, and I think on the actual power play, you're you're seeing a, a lot of those top line guys on there that still I think haven't found their groove. So that could have something to do with it as well too. That if they're not clicking on their, you know, usual line, then maybe they're not going to be clicking on the power play quite yet. And I'll tell you what, if anyone last week would have called three goals coming from Lewis Green and Dowd in a game for us to win, I I would have uh, taken you to Vegas tonight because <laughs> that would have been the most amazing call yeah, ever. Exactly. And to, to not rely on, you know, who you expect to score, 
um, with Toffoli and and Pearson and Carter and Kopitar uh, to go to you know that deep to get goals, uh, which is good. Everybody should be contributing, but. Your stars have to be the ones that are coming through every night. Completely agree. So a lot of fantasy teams were pissed off. Hockey oh, fantasy yeah. Teams were- <laughs> yeah, you you really can't put money in fantasy on the, on the Kings too much because <laughs> everybody pitches in, and that's that's the style of, of uh, hockey we play. But, yeah, you don't have that Ovechkin that's going to put 50 goals in like last year. All right. Well, we actually have a question from a listener. Brett Davidson wrote in. And it has a question for you guys. You ready for this? Let's do it. Here we go. Have you guys noticed a difference in how the team has responded with Kopey wearing the C compared to when Brown wore it? And do you guys think Kopey has shown a difference in his play since wearing the C? I think it's really too soon to tell. Uh, we've had we've had some changes, line changes, and we're still kind of feeling it out. First month of hockey, your your team's still kind of settling in, so it's too hard to say. I mean, I like. I'm going to go back to what we said a little earlier is, is the team's responsiveness to turn things around, uh, being able to you know self-analyze and, and figure things out once they got home and got on their own ice, uh, I, I think really kind of shows that there is some leadership there, whether that's a difference between uh, Kopitar and Brown or if it's just you know the way the Kings uh, program is set up this year, that's hard to say. But I, I think give it another month or two and we'll start to see more from that. I haven't seen much difference uh, in Kopitar or the way the team has responded to any captain change. What I have seen is a difference in Brown, which was the whole point of that change from what I understand. Brown's game has improved tremendously already. So if this is the Brown we're going to be getting for the rest of the year, I'm happy. You know, I in adding to that, you're right, the, the, the change in Brown was big. I think part of that also – is that we talked about him going to defense last week. I think he really got scared from hearing that. Because <laughs> it's such a horrible idea. Yeah, I, <laughs> Greg, I, I think, you know, keep those ideas coming. I like the outside, the, or out of the box thinking, but it's a, it's a bad idea. It, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was fun to talk about, but. It was. I do have a quick question. So <laughs> Nice to know Brown listens to the show, too. Yeah, right. And uh, so you guys bring up that Brown's been playing a lot better, and it's, it's almost like he's playing in like a contract year, per se. Uh, what happens if he makes the case that he's playing well again and he's playing up to his contract and the rumors are is that we're trying to get rid of him to go to Vegas and then say we protect him and he doesn't go to Vegas and he comes back and he's the same old Brown that he was the last two or three years. Here's the deal. I think I've heard rumors about Brown going for the last two or three years anyway. So it's kind of like this is the situation he's been in. Yeah. This is nothing new for him. But um, you're right. There, there is that looming Las Vegas team, and and there that could make an impact on on his play, the he's, way he plays. Yeah, yeah, he's skating a lot harder, staying on his skates a lot more. Maybe he doesn't want to leave his nice house in you know Manhattan Beach and live in you know Henderson, <laughs> Nevada, or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here's a question: Who do you not protect so that you can protect Brown? It's got to be one of the young guys. It, it, it's got to be Shore. Well, obviously Nick Shore. Uh, Lewis with I don't that think new he was contract on extension. Anybody's list to protect, so. <laughs> uh, maybe someone on defense. Who knows? I mean, that's that, that's a whole other show topic. But um, I don't know. It's it, like as much as I like to see him playing well, it kind of scares me that he's going to play well enough. And knowing that uh, Dean kind of leads with his heart sometimes before he does with his brain, uh, it could set us up for a bad position if he plays well enough and we keep him around. But you know, who knows? Maybe he has turned over a new leaf and he is going to start playing. Uh, you know, a lot better than he has been. Have you heard any talks about any other players that uh, people are throwing out? I've heard Toffoli. 
not protecting Toffoli, I see no reason why they would not protect Toffoli. I think I think people That's what surprised me about hearing it. Okay, so there's the expansion team that's starting in Vegas. Players are going to get sent over there. We want to protect players. How many of those how many of our players can we protect? So there's two different ways we can do it. We can do it where we can protect the most players this way. We we can protect seven forwards, three defensemen and one goalie. If we want to protect more defensemen, we can protect a total of eight skaters, not including goalies, but then we lose out on two people. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I, I think that we go seven, three, and one, but who knows? Absolutely. I'm not a GM. Uh, I'm just sitting here wearing a Cobra Tire jersey. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I have a hard time seeing Toffoli leaving. Yeah, no, I, it's, it was wild, and that's why I heard it. I, was, I wanted to throw Did your it neighbor out. tell you that? Is that no, uh, that was not from Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, heard, I, I think I read it on a— He was reading Ducks Weekly or something. I don't know. Did you guys hear the rumor about a possible trade with the Islanders for Halak? To yes. pick up a goalie. Yes. And I think name, it's a terrible idea. The names being dropped were Toffoli and Carter. Uh, and? As, as, uh, That's well, where I heard Toffoli. Well, it was Toffoli uh. and Carter where it was either one of those packaged up with some other guys oh, okay. to, to get Halak. Well, and Dean kind of set us up for a big trade last week where he put um, he put Quick on long-term IR. So that frees up uh, the majority of his salary. And what he did also, too, is he brought up Skidari the day that he did it. So the way that that works is you get quick salary minus the amount of salary you have left against the cap. So by bringing up Skidari's $950,000, he got us closer to the cap. So therefore, we got more of Quick's contract that we can use for a trade or for a pickup or for whatever it is, which I I thought was really interesting. I I thought we would have seen something by now, um, but maybe he's just kind of playing the long game on it. Well, Budai's also playing well, so yeah, might not want to... You know, jump the gun and get rid of someone like Carter or Toffoli to to back up. Yeah, either of those for a backup right? goalie because when Quick comes back, he's going to be our guy. And Zadkov's back too. So <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. All right, gents. So moving on to this week, what do we have to look forward to? We get to see Austin Matthews, which oh. I'm kind of excited about. He's uh, what a 19 year old phenom. Uh, Is he still on fire after that? What first game when he scored like three hundred goals? I, it was only four, but and they still lost that game. By the way, um, <laughs> it's going to be exciting to see him. I don't know if he's as good as what's his face from the Oilers, um, but uh, it, it's exciting that he's from America. He's oh. he's half Mexican. America. Wow. Who sees that in hockey? Very so uh, that that'll be exciting. I'm a little concerned. We haven't won a game in Toronto in two years. Um, so hopefully we kind of break that streak. Uh, but th- I think they yeah, are. We need to. We need to stop that losing to Canada. Yes, just in general. In general, fair enough. All right, so let's go three and zero this week. I'm in. Well, we're playing four games, so. <laughs> oh, that's, I, I was looking at uh, <laughs> one of them is going to be a weather delay. No, one of them. Is, oh, Sunday, yeah, Sunday, <laughs> Winnipeg. So it is still Canada. Four and zero against Canada. Four and zero. Oh, is that your prediction? Sure. All right. So what are the games coming up? So on Tuesday we've got Toronto. Um, they are five, four, and three. Uh, they're four and one at home, which is a little scary. Um, they do have a negative four goal differential, so I think we have a chance to win that game. We then see Montreal on Thursday, seven zero at home. Um, they're sitting at a plus eleven goal differential, even after getting blown out ten nothing last week. And then we've got back to back in fr- or Friday. We have a game in Ottawa, and then uh, Sunday against Winnipeg. 
Jeez. So my question is, is it's a lot of Canada. Do we see Zatkoff on Friday? Because it's a back-to-back game. And are we concerned about that? We do see him Friday. I believe so. Um, that's that's kind of our game, is is we will always play our backup on, on the back-to-back nights. Um, but I can't give you my prediction yet, because I know what's going to happen this month. So, <laughs> Jeff, why don't you go ahead? I'll go last. Oh, I, I'm I got always, the playbook right here. I'm always uh, <laughs> zero losses, so I go 4-0. 4-0. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with 3-1. and one. I think that's fair. Um, we definitely beat Ottawa. And we definitely beat Winnipeg. Uh, we either You're drop still a game. Scared of Toronto, weren't you? The numbers. You're scared of Toronto. Honestly, I'm scared of Montreal. I would look at Montreal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna drop a game to either Montreal or Toronto. I think we beat one of them. We break one of the streaks. Either um, we beat Toronto the first time in two years, or we beat Montreal the first time this year for them. So three and one. D will. I'll go three and one as well. My, I, I think it's going to be if we're if we're losing a game, it's probably going to be Montreal. They're they're looking really good. So okay, I'll I'll, uh, I'll agree with three and one. It, it's going to happen three one. Um, that still gives us two losses uh, at the end of the month, which I think we'll see. And uh, so so be it from the sports almanac of Martin McFly. Uh, <laughs> we're going three and one this week. Uh, for the record, don't put money on those. Uh, games based on our predictions absolutely not definitely do your own research but if you're looking for the homer predictions there you go four and oh and three and one <laughs> zing we got to get out of here we are the guys in shorts king's show be sure to check us out on twitter at g-i-s king's show and i believe we're also on instagram now is that a is that a thing that is true all right and that's the same address same address g-i-s yep. king's show dot com or do they have anything? No, it's just like on? Twitter. I don't Jeff know is hip. I don't. I don't know Instagram. Ben says uh, dot I have com. been mocked for not knowing Instagram. I should. I should do that. It's easier than Twitter. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll get on that. And uh, we're on iTunes. Be sure to check us out there. And please review and share the show. If you've reviewed the flagship show, this is a different one. So we'd appreciate a review there. Someone say it better. Help know. us out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Absolutely, especially if you love Kings. We are out of here for James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, Dennis Wilson. I'm Jeff Wilson, and go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! go, Kings, go!